0: Welcome back to the grandstand. It is race week, episode five of season five. Push on here, and we got F. Knowles. What's going on, man?
1: Um I don't know what to do with my weekend. Yeah. Arsenal. <laughs> well, yeah, there was that. Actually, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But no, it was nice. weird. Like, just so much Formula One for almost a month and then um just nothing (laughs) but we're getting
0: back and it's that
1: was an intentional pause
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then nothingness in my life well hey did you so you know we we spoke about you know botas going to nascar after his f1 career did you see which f1 driver is going to make his debut this year in nascar ex-f1 driver yeah jensen button yeah I'm looking forward to that. I don't think, I, I never expected him to go to NASCAR, but that's, uh, that's an interesting, interesting one there. He's been, yeah, but
1: he's been like, he, he, I mean, he lives in California now, um, full time.
0: That's right. I don't right. know, dude, he's,
1: been, he's, he's, been, he's becoming um, Americanized. We're indoctrinating him into the red, white, and blue. Could we into see
0: the- Button versus Danny Rick at any point in the U.S.?
1: Well, Button's not gonna race IndyCar. Don't see that happening, and I also don't know if if Danny Rick is ever gonna go that route either, because like there was a moment in Drive to Survive where Danny Rick, I think Danny Rick Rick would race NASCAR before he'd race uh open open wheel in IndyCar.
0: Yeah, I think so too, but you know we'll we'll wait for that day. But in the meantime, we're going back to Saudi, which has given us some pretty races in the past and after round one of f1 2023 it's time for round two and let's see if aston martin has still got the performance but before we get into all this let's roll
1: it roll it roll it roll it roll it a question for all of you except roman grosor About it. yeah more and more more about para- access access to uh, to some women there's too many dudes i don't really have a lot to comment on that except that he was being a pussy Oh, yeah yeah
0: <laughs> man oh, all right yeah. we're going back racing and we're going to Saudi so Bahrain I don't know I mean Bahrain kind of scared us a bit with that Red Bull domination and you know and, the, and you know it seems like know. you
1: know hold we on. didn't have hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on just sorry sorry to interrupt you but scared is a strong word okay
0: are you telling me you're not worried? Okay, okay, you're a notorious Mercedes fan, right? After that race.
1: Right, so many strong words. Okay, sure.
0: You're, I mean, you know, you identify as a Merck fan. This is 2023.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's one of my pronouns.
0: <laughs> it's one of your pronouns. Uh, hashtag blessed. Um, Mercedes finished 50 seconds off the lead. And obviously, the team, Toto, you know, was hurting a bit after that race. And It's been a a packed two weeks since the first round. Um, We had uh, Toto, we had first Lewis calling out Merck, saying that he told the team what he needed, he knew what he was doing, he knows what he wants from a car, and they didn't do it. And what did Toto say? Oh, we're going to stick together, not point fingers. And also Merck came out with a statement, an open letter to its fans online. I think it was on Twitter, because there was a lot of abuse... From fans around the world saying that Merck didn't get their shit together over the off season. So, you know, coming th- I wanna ask you, man, what do you think of all this? There's already a lot of crazy chatter about Lewis going to Ferrari, of course. This always happens when Merck dips a bit. What are we thinking here?
1: Hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm one who I'm one who kind of thinks it's hard right now. It's hard out here for Merc fan, all right. Um it's hard out it's, there for a Pimp it's and it's hard out there for another pimp and his name is Toto Wolf. Um, <laughs>
0: Did you just call Lewis the pimp?
1: I said Toto, dude. I didn't call Lewis. No. <laughs>
0: you said another pimp.
1: <laughs> yeah, a Toto Wolf.
0: It's hard. Hard times. All right. So what <laughs> right. What, what, anyway, what are we
1: <laughs> moving on from my pimp comment? Um <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I think, um, you know, Lewis's comments, I think, cause they were, he wasn't the only one who was saying, it. I mean, George also basically was like in a different way in a, I think much more George Russell, Russell type of way, um, which tends to be like politer and much more British. Um, <clears throat> they both are just like, what, where, what the fuck happened in the off season? Um, and I think, you know, there's, there's, there tends to be a, a kind of an unwritten rule in motorsport and in sport in general. I think where if there's, if there's beef, if there's an issue, you keep that shit internal. Like you don't talk about it, uh, publicly, but we're, I gotta, I gotta say, man, like what the fuck did they do? If if you've got both drivers basically saying like we're gonna be nowhere this year, and they pretty much they, there were some changes to the the this year's car from Mercedes, um, but it still looks a lot like last year's car, um, and you've got a uh, a works team in Aston Martin, who is clearly showing that they they've got better pace than the factory team, like. What yeah, and not
0: not only does Aston Martin have the Merck engine gearbox and pretty much the, the whole back, the rear right. suspension, right. they also they also rent the wind tunnel for Mercedes. So they're using the same wind tunnel. So it's basically you're you're giving another team, you know, your um they're using the same engine, your engines, and your wind tunnel, and they're outperforming you. But for me, you know, um it, it's great that you know George is also Coming out and say you know we we gotta we, we gotta work this out as a team, but Lewis didn't say that. Lewis said, "I told you what to do and you didn't do it." Now I'm gonna poke the bear a little bit here. I'm gonna poke the knolls and see oh what God. see what he got there. Don't call me a bear, <laughs> self conscious bro. <laughs> no, no, that, that was not meant. <laughs> no, no shame in here. Okay. Um, <laughs> Lewis, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm I'm a hardcore Shumi fan, and you know, you can say whatever you want about the guy. You know, he might have not have been the most sportmanlike uh, driver during his time, but he never called out the team in public like that. First of all, what do you think about Lewis doing that in public, and why would Lewis do something like that?
1: I know where you're going with this, and there's going to be comparisons to like, you know, what Lewis did or did you know has done or hasn't done, um, you know, and the difference between him and Shumi, you know, that debate. I, to do that is to me so absurd. I think, I, I think at this point, at first I was a little annoyed with Lewis. I was like, come on, man, like keep that shit internal. But I think at some point there, there does need to be a little bit of like you, if you're, you're frustrated, you're going to call people out. Um, and I think it lit it. it, it Toto wasn't happy about it. I remember texting you. I was like, oh, shit. Toto is going to be pissed. Yeah. But, but, you know, straight up, like, I think I think the issue here, though, is that you go through an entire offseason. You go through an entire season like Merck did last season. You go through the offseason thinking, all right, we're going to improve what we're bringing to the track. And, you know, there's no porpoising, so that's a plus. But – the car clearly seems to not be uh, competitive the way that they want it to be. And so you have to wonder what is going to get people to actually make the changes or hold them accountable to the extent that they're going to listen. So I think Lewis probably could have kept it to himself or not to himself, but could have kept it, uh, you know, Internal within the the Mercedes team, but I also think there's a strategy play there, and you know he he knows that it's it's one thing if he was like a, a Nikita a Nikita Mazepin, which you know Mazepin.
0: Dear Lord, where are you he, going
1: with this? No, 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 no just, just, just stop. It'd be one thing if you're like a a newbie, a, a rookie on this on uh, on the grid, and you're complaining about the car, and you basically have your daddy like, you know change the entire chassis for you right um that's one thing but he's a seven-time world champion and at some point you have to think like the engineers bottled this completely and if they're not listening to the feedback from the drivers where are they getting their feedback from so i don't know i'm mixed on it i think it could have been kept internal but i also uh, i think it's a a, a different strategy to hold people accountable for what they're you know what they haven't done so that's where that's where i stand on it yeah fair enough
0: you know you didn't didn't
1: really poke the bear there
0: (laughs) i i do think i do think that for me from the outside those are looking like signs of uh lack of cohesion within the team and you know i'm gonna wait a few more races but you know we've already had all season last year we had 23 or 22 races last year and now Mercedes is back. No, porpoising, you're right. Um, the FIA changed the rules; were 15 millimeters higher because you know that's what Merck was fighting for. But they're even further away. So, like, not only did their concepts uh, last year not work, they're even further away from uh, the top than they were uh, a year ago. And it's looking like now, you know, the cohesion is not there anymore. And from the outside, it's like it's looking like the beginning of the fall for me. I'm thinking this could be the year where Merck really falls off even the top three. But I could be wrong and maybe it is a different strategy by Lewis. Maybe he's poking the engineers, you know, back in Brackley and... I mean, I
1: did did say last week, like, (laughs) or asked the question, is Mercedes a midfield team now? Um, it, It does make you wonder, but ultimately like, we are... We've been at Bahrain for the last month, so... (laughs) right it's like it's a pretty unique track as far as it's you know as far as you know it's compared to other tracks because of the way that the asphalt is Um, you're
0: very right on that point a lot of teams have said you know tire degradation there is very particular a lot of tire management as new said we only have a sample of one so let's chill the fuck out yeah i think that's
1: kind of where i'm at right now it's like all right um everybody needs to chill out and just like But including Lewis
0: then, right? Why would Lewis have to freak out like that as well after war? Alright, fair. Yeah, I mean yeah. It, it, it something's does, up. Something's something is up. up. Some
1: some some fuckery is afoot. Um <laughs> <as> <laughs> Cousin Greg from Secession says. Um but yeah, man, I I don't know. I'm I'm am i I'm waiting. You kind of have to trust Lewis in some in, in cases like this, just when he's giving feedback like that, because he's typically not a person who just says shit for the sake of saying it. Like um, another driver I know on the grid um, <laughs> last name begins with a L O. Oh,
0: we'll get, we'll get, to, him we'll get to that
1: in a second. But um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not in panic mode. Maybe I should be, maybe I don't, I, but I, up,
0: I, but it sure seems like uh, work is starting.
1: Yeah. Starting I, I, just hate, that I hate when you, you have one race and everybody's starting to make assumptions about how a season's going to go. Yeah. It drives me fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I kind of, I think I, I kind of urged you there when I said like, you know, I was a bit afraid after Red Bull's domination, but mm-hmm. I, I came across two numbers.
1: Oh, stat uh, boy, back in the house. That
0: boy, he missed me. Um, Max has won 15 out of the la- out of the last 20 races, going back to last year. And this is a dig at my own team, right? So you know, I gave you some shit for Merk, but you know, Ferrari is not, you know, hasn't had the best start of the year either uh, with another engine failure this year uh, for Charles Leclerc in the first race. And Charles was asked by Gennad Bruce here, um, do you know how many races Max has won in the last two years? He's like, "Eh, no, don't tell me. It was 25 races in the last two years. And then he asked, how many races has Ferrari won in the last 10 years? Knowles, what do you think? Hmm... I repeat, Max has won 25 in two years. So that's 22 and 20, well, and 21, I guess. And this one race here. I'm going 20. 23. So Max has won more races in the last two years than Ferrari has won in the last 10 years. So, yeah. Um, Looks like we need to get our shit together in Italy as well. Uh, That being said, (laughs) that being said, we're going back. We're we're going back. We're racing this weekend. And can anyone please bring it to Red Bull this weekend? We have different asphalt. It's going to be a high track, a high speed track. Sorry. Very dangerous track as well. We saw when, when drivers crash here, they go hard. Um, What are we thinking? We got Ferrari could be back. You know, they're very good on the straights. Uh, Alonzo uh who you mentioned earlier who's saying you know there's a lot to come from the basic car that Aston Martin's put out can we be more optimistic about this weekend
1: yes <laughs> uh, um
0: otherwise i'm i'm done
1: <laughs> yeah otherwise just i'm going to cancel my my F1 TV subscription um this <laughs> podcast will no longer exist uh no uh, i i i think we can be more op- i think it's going to be closer um, Max seems to think it's going to be closer. I actually think this weekend we're going to see, I'm curious to see where the Merc stands in things, but I do think we're going to see more from Ferrari. Uh, I, I want to, I'm feeling a bit bullish on what Ferrari could do this weekend. And I don't think it's going to be a rely, a reliability issue. Let's fucking hope so. Let's hope I, so, man. I think what could fuck them up again is strategy. I'm still waiting to see Ferrari finish a race properly. Mm.
0: Well, you know what? After the whole disaster, reliability disaster last weekend, uh, let's remind people that engine failure again, keep, you know, rubbing salt <laughs> in the wound. Um, Ferrari did do well on strategy last weekend. I will say that I, I didn't see them make any mistakes, and I did see Fair. the new Vassar uh influence on you know saving tires for the race when they knew you know, they weren't going to get pole or sacrificing pole maybe for the long runs or the race runs. so yeah strategy wise i think we're good it's just more reliability and yeah let's uh let's see what ferrari and you know what i'm also feeling that ferrari might bring it this weekend and uh yeah it's you, uh, i think
1: you, you actually do too. yeah i'm curious so like you think we're gonna see a little bit more from uh I think from, so. Yeah, from the boys in red.
0: I think so. You know, just like the the F one championship has not decided after one race, neither is the stand championship right now, which you're leading by five points, twenty four to nineteen. Um, see, like that transition there. I'm going to, I'm going to be bullish on Ferrari this weekend, and I'm going to go for it. I'm already going for the points. I'm going Charles on pole in Saudi. Charles is going to bring that straight line speed. Be great qualifying session for Ferrari, but I don't think he wins the race. Um, I think that Max and Red Bull have too much of an advantage. I'm gonna go for uh Leclerc finishing P2, uh, P3 for Perez. I think Alonso finishes P4 and signs P5 with the Gromo going to Yuki Tsunoda.
1: Hmm, okay, okay, okay,
0: high potential for uh Gromo in this race if i may add
1: yeah i mean there's also the the potential for some contact um that i would Mm -hmm. you know i this this race it's in some ways reminds me the saudi circuit or a jetta um kind of reminds me of a a formula e track (laughs) does not it a little bit uh, yeah it's
0: in the middle of the city uh you know we got a we got a s- street track and we got walls we got a lot of crashes a lot of safety cars yeah yeah that that pretty much sums up, up bit, the as well. yeah
1: um i'm gonna go with um I, I think for me i'm going with i think Charles takes poll too mm hard to chew, not go for max right now just from a pure not not because i want him to win but because i just can't deny
0: but you want to win the stand championship
1: i know i do right. yeah desperately so desperately um <laughs> <it wreaks laughs> desperation uh, um, i'm going max on uh, max wins a race sucks to say charles p2 Okay, so no one two for Red Bull. That's already progr- No, I, I I think we're gonna see a little bit of a different different race. Mm. Um I think Fernando gets another podium. Ooh. Checo P four. And the smooth operator P five.
0: Okay. So no still no Merck in the top five for you,
1: huh? Mm We're not there yet. And mm. um I think Logan Sargent gets his first Gromo.
0: Oh man after his very good opening yeah, race, and yeah but it.
1: this i feel like uh, this this Jetta circuit because it's so fast um it it's like a mix of it, it's got just it's so fast but also has those a lot of tight corners like a baku or a monaco
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah
1: actually it kind of reminds me of a baku a little bit
0: it's the fastest street track i think on um, yeah um on the calendar for sure
1: so I mean, we'll see. I I, I feel bad, you know, <laughs> giving the grow mode to my own countrymen. Uh, sorry, Logan. But, <laughs> uh, you know, sooner, better sooner than later. Let's put it that way. You know, get just, just shake it out of your system. Get it over with. You know, come back stronger. Uh, Ooh, yeah. So come back I'm su- stronger. I'm surprised you didn't go for your boy, Piasri. Yeah, I mean, he would. He was in. He was second. But
0: <laughs> let's see if McLaren could, could turn up this weekend because they they had a struggle as well in the open yeah. races. That midfield, I have no idea. If you ask me to predict that midfield, I'm pretty sure it's going to be very tight. And whoever's last last race could be you know six or seven fastest this race, and it's exciting.
1: Yeah, I think the midfield is actually harder to predict than anything else right now.
0: Hmm. But who knows, man, uh, maybe Max can have a little mishap, a little, maybe Max, you know, Max has touched the wall a few times in Saudi as well, going back to 2021 when we had that epic battle with Lewis, you know, and qualifying, and then before the whole brake testing during the race, those were the good we days We already raced
1: you. there twice.
0: Yeah, we raced there end of 2021 when Lewis is putting on his, you know, charge for the the comeback in the end of that year and then a few months later at the beginning it shifted to the beginning of 2022.
1: You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, I can't believe that. Is Vegas going to be faster than Jeddah though? I feel like it is.
0: It might be. You might be right. Cuz yeah. like Vegas probably wants to take that title away from Saudi.
1: <laughs> I would assume so. They put out the promos this week for it and um damn, it looks kind of epic. I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah. I I'm actually really looking forward to Vegas. I am too. Not going to lie. Not going to lie about it. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe by then, Merck can actually have a competitive car. You know, we have a few races to go for that. So, Knowles, man, stay strong. I'm, be positive. I'm,
1: I'm staying strong. I'm looking forward to this weekend. One weekend at a time, baby.
0: That's right. That's the attitude. Um, make sure to follow us on social media, Twitter, and Instagram at the Grandstand F1. And we'll be back next week. Uh, For a new episode.
1: Yay. yay.